Thank you for joining this IMCA podcast. My name is Nadine Robinson, and I lead on environmental sustainability at the International Marine Contractors Association. I would like to spend a few minutes to mark the fifth anniversary of the historic Paris Agreement, which takes place tomorrow, Saturday the 12th of December. 2020 drawing to a close affords an opportunity for us all to take stock and reflect on what matters and on what is most important. It is also a reminder of how precious life is and how interconnected are people, planet and profit. For me, looking back, this year has been about people coming together. From my neighbours helping one another during lockdown, to scientists collaborating internationally on vaccine development, to my IMCA colleagues supporting our members globally. It has also been about experiencing and embracing exponential change, with the acute shock of the pandemic upon us. Yet we also have the chronic climate emergency unfolding before our eyes, with multiple extreme forest fires, floods and hurricanes in 2020 as a constant reminder. The coming together of 197 nations five years ago to adopt the Paris Agreement was a significant moment for our world. We strengthened our global response to climate change, and we galvanized not only the political will of governments, but also of companies, investors, cities, states, regions, and everyday citizens. At the same time, we have seen increased traction and momentum on broader sustainability in the energy transition. Through the Paris Agreement, the world agreed to the goal of keeping global temperature rise to well below 2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels and to pursue all efforts to limit this increase to 1.5 degrees. Countries may go further through their nationally determined contributions. Scientists in the IPCC 1.5 degree special report have confirmed that the 1.5 degree Celsius target is absolutely essential for humanity. So five years on from the adoption of the Paris Agreement, how is our climate faring? Are we on track to a 1.5 degree world and net zero by the middle of this century? According to the World Meteorological Organization, the average global temperature for 2020 is set to be 1.2 degrees Celsius. WMO's Secretary General, Professor Pateri Talis, predicts that there is at least a 1 in 5 chance that we will exceed 1.5 degrees by 2024. According to the Climate Action Tracker, the average of our pledges and targets may well lead us to a 2.7 degrees Celsius increase. This decade has been designated the Decade of Climate Action. We have witnessed a growing number of countries making net zero commitments. The EU, Japan and the UK have a net zero target of 2050. A 2050 target is also included in President-elect Biden's plan for a clean energy revolution for the US where he also commits to rejoin the Paris Agreement on his first day in office. China has set a target of net zero by 2060, and some countries plan to get there even earlier, with targets of 2030 for Norway and 2035 for Finland as examples. And just this past week, here in the UK, Prime Minister Boris Johnson has announced a new emissions target of cutting greenhouse gases by two-thirds by 2030. Many companies have made similar committed commitments. The challenge will be to translate these ambitions into concrete actions. In addition to challenges, there are also opportunities from the energy transition, 
the United Nations Secretary General in a speech at Columbia University earlier this month, highlights that the blue economy generates $2.5 trillion annually. He also says it's time to flick the green switch. Renewable energy will be at the heart of the energy transition. The IEA's Paris Aligned Sustainable Development Scenario anticipates offshore wind to generate 606 terawatt hour by 2030. This is up from 66 terawatt hour in 2018. And we have already seen significant growth in offshore wind. The offshore marine contracting industry has and will continue to play a pivotal role in the path towards net zero, providing its knowledge and capabilities to building these arrays and other key green infrastructure. IMCA members have already articulated their commitment to environmental sustainability in our code of conduct. And they acknowledge their responsibility for understanding the risks and opportunities posed by climate change in the energy transition to their businesses. If we fast forward to the 10-year anniversary of the Paris Agreement, I look forward to seeing how our industry and others have risen to the challenge and are well on their way to reaching the 2050 North Star. Thank you for listening. I am Nadine Robinson, Technical Advisor on Environmental Sustainability at IMCA.